Hi, everyone. My name is uh, Dr. Robert Coleman. I'm a GYN oncologist and currently uh, serving as the Chief Scientific Officer for U.S. Oncology Research uh, and uh, have had the pleasure of being on this podcast series in the past uh, to discuss various topics. And I know you all find this uh, quite informative. I know I do. And it's great to hear from the authors and their perspectives. So here we get an opportunity to in, to uh, evaluate and interview the chief, the editor-in-chief of the journal. So Pedro, welcome to your own podcast. <laughs> Rob, thank you so, so much for uh, for this, uh, what I think is an opportunity. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's great. I am honored, and uh, obviously thank you uh, for this uh, time that, that you have uh, dedicated out of your busy schedule, and I absolutely want to thank you also for the really outstanding podcast that you have also provided uh, for the uh, for the journal. So it is absolutely a pleasure and an honor to uh, speak with you. Thank you so much. So you know, I think lots of listeners um, will probably want to know just kind of what it, why, you know, what inspired you to do this. And I remember when you were going through this process, thinking about whether or not you would be able to take on this role, <clears throat> and you had a bunch of ideas about you know, how things could be shaped into a journal. So it was a great opportunity. But I wonder, you know, maybe you could just give our listeners a little bit of a flavor of the perspective that, you know, first animated you about wanting to take on this role. And secondly, you know, what you saw as, as the opportunities. Sure. I think, well, thank you. That's a great question. And uh, certainly uh, when I took on the the responsibility of, uh, of the journal, um, certainly it, it was a time when I considered that I absolutely – um, would uh, provide a, a great addition to, to the journal by bringing uh, new and innovative ideas uh, with regards to the framework of the journal and the structure of the journal. Um, I was excited to take on this, uh, this responsibility, and I think that it is a great responsibility because obviously as the editor-in-chief, uh, one ultimately uh, determines uh, what is considered the highest quality of research that is, uh, that is published, and uh, certainly also while balancing um, information uh, for all disease sites, uh, uh, trying to also capture research that is being done globally. Um, and uh, and, and it, it's been mm -hmm. a great opportunity. It's been a, a very important learning opportunity. But, uh, mm -hmm. but certainly it, it's been very, very exciting to see the growth and, uh, and the value uh, of the uh, journal as well as the, the feedback from our readership. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And, you know, I, you know, I happen to be privileged to be able to watch you go through this thought process. I could tell people that it wasn't like, you know, somebody sent, sent you an email and said, hey, Pedro, do you want to be the editor-in-chief? And you wrote back and said, yeah, sure, that sounds good. Yeah. That's <laughs> now, right. I, I know. Can you maybe tell some people that maybe are thinking about this role, like, what, what did you do to, like, prepare to respond? So yeah. even to go through the interview process, I know you, you tackled a bunch of ideas. First of all, it was, you know, kind of, you know, just, just seeing if you could have the time for it. But secondly, to, you know, to start thinking about ways that you were going to, you know, kind of impact the journal, just as you mentioned. I mean, so tell, tell us a little about how, how you went through that thought process. Sure. For, so you know, others, I think. Went. Sure. Um, so obviously there was a, um, a process where a number of applicants uh, presented their candidacy and um, I was selected as one of the three finalists uh, for, mm -hmm. for this position. So, um, so it, it was a, it was an exciting opportunity to not only speak as to my potential uh, role um, and, uh, and the credentials that I brought to this, uh, to this position, 
Um, but also, more importantly, to speak about the vision that I had for the uh, for the journal, I knew that it was going to be a, a substantial time commitment, and I knew that mm-hmm. certainly this was a this was a great responsibility. But I, I really felt that the the journal was at a point where I could bring and offer some new perspectives and some uh, new features to to the journal. And then also, you know, certainly bring in a, a group of individuals who would be um, members of the editorial team, um, as well mm-hmm. as a, a complete revision of the uh, editorial board. Um, and through the time that I have been as an editor-in-chief, obviously, I have to also credit the amazing support of the associate editors and, and all, all of the support of the editorial uh, board because without them uh, certainly uh, the the success that we've seen today would not be possible yeah i i, I think that's a, that's well stated it's definitely you know when you think about the the ability you know what what is the qualities of effective leadership um you know one of the things that comes up is shared vision and i certainly um feel that you know as as being part of the you know your transition team and, and you know contributing to the journal itself that um it was clear that the people that you uh, were able to get excited about participating, you know, did share that vision. So you obviously had spent a lot of time thinking about what you might bring to the journal and then aligning people with that vision so that it could be executed. And I think um, by every, every stretch or by every um, metric, uh, this journal has, has really uh, pivoted in a, in a positive direction. Thank you. And I wonder, yeah, sure. And so, you know, maybe tell us a little bit about what you, what your favorite parts of the journal are. Like you have a lot of things going on. So <laughs> yeah. Do you, what's you know, your, uh, what's your favorite child? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's interesting because I, I think for me, what I really truly enjoy is learning so much uh, about what's going on in, in our field of uh, gynecologic oncology. Um, you know, as you know, I, uh, I edit uh, the overwhelming majority of, uh, of the manuscripts that are published um, mm-hmm. and personally edit those, those manuscripts. So I, I have an opportunity to see exactly the, the work that is being done in, um, in, in within our field and, and, and to really keep uh, update, up to date with regards to the, uh, the research that is, that is being done. So obviously that's, uh, that's one um, element that I really uh, enjoy. Um, uh-huh. The other is working with a with a team that I that I have. I, you know, certainly the the, the associate editors um, do a remarkable job uh, because, as I mentioned before, there's a great responsibility to our authors uh, and to the readership to be able to process uh, the, the the work that mm-hmm. is submitted in a timely manner to provide the authors uh, excellent uh, uh, feedback on on the work that they they submit to the journal. Um, so this is, th- it's a, it's a time of, uh, of excitement because there's, there's a lot of, you know, moving targets and, uh, deadlines that need to be, to me, be met. Mm-hmm. So, so, um, it's, uh, it's, it's really fun and, and exciting. So speaking along that line, uh, were there, uh, un- I mean, what did you find as, uh, so unanticipated challenges along the way or un- unanticipated aspects of being an editor in chief? I know you did a lot of homework before this, but 
when you get on the job, things always seem to come up. <laughs> it's yeah. like the first day out of like your first day out of fellowship. It's a case <laughs> that you've never seen before. So, right. <laughs> so what uh, what did you see? You know, what are some of the unanticipated things that you ran into as the editor chief? Yeah. So I mean, certainly the the time uh, management uh, yeah. has been uh, quite a learning experience for me because, of course, obviously you anticipate that there is going to be time that needs to be allocated, but um, there is there's a significant amount of uh, work that needs to be done at uh, different levels and in different platforms because you know certainly as the editor in chief it's not only about the the uh, processing of the of the manuscripts and determining um, the the merit of uh, each of those manuscripts and, and working with the with the associate editors but it's also obviously uh, having a responsibility uh, to the societies, to, uh, both the International mm -hmm. Gynecologic Cancer Society and the European Society of Gynecologic Oncology that are both certainly um, uh, the, 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 the two societies that are involved with the, uh, with the journal. So that's, a, that's a, a, another level of responsibility. Um, extensive communication constantly with the uh, publishers as well. Um, and, and certainly there's many things that, that, um, that, uh, that one needs to address at, at any of the, of these levels. And, you know, to the point that, you know, basically since I took over the, the journal, I really wake up every morning saying, I wonder what is going to be taught to me today. Uh, <laughs> that, that it was a, an, an unexpected yeah. scenario. And then, you know, lastly, it's also, there's a number of, of, uh, you know, issues that come up um, that often uh, there's not a straight answer. And, uh, and mm -hmm. fortunately, I, I rely on an organization called the, the Committee on Publication Ethics um, that they serve mm -hmm. a number of editor-in-chiefs of multiple um, journals to address, uh, you know, resolution of issues that come up uh, constantly um, with the journal. Yeah, that's uh, that's really interesting. I, I wondered if, if maybe... Um you could thinking about over the last two years, what some of those among those challenges, you know, what you felt were some of the biggest that you had to uh, sort out. Um, I, I know there's been a number of them because <laughs> we've talked about them in the past, actually on these podcasts, right. Yes. You know, some of, you know, with the authors themselves. So, but I wondered um, whether you, you could maybe, uh, maybe illustrate one, one or so, you know, big challenge that you had to face over the last couple of years. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think that obviously there there's many, um, but you know, certainly uh, we always um, have to assure that we are fair and and honest, yeah. and, and also are very um, uh, critical, of course, of the uh, of the work that is uh, submitted, um, mm -hmm. and um, you know, certainly, particularly when looking at specific challenges that, as I look back, you know, particularly when we have aimed to uh, publish uh, society uh, statements or uh, mm. cons consensus uh, statements, um, <laughs> there's always certainly a lot of discussions regarding how to deliver the, the most uh, unbiased and, and uh, fair and honest and, uh, and uh, valuable work to, to the readership. So we always want to make sure that, uh, that all of those uh, elements are always... Um, addressed and to, to make sure once again that the the quality of what is published is our highest uh, priority um, so the, you know the, that that is you know some of some of the challenges that uh, that, mm -hmm. that we face uh, and, and then of course obviously um, 
elements that come up on a daily basis, as I, as I said, with regards to uh, you know questions or queries from uh, from uh, authors. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, one of the things you you highlighted there was quality, and, and I think you've stressed it multiple times. And that uh, you know that's 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 what you're expecting out of your team. It's expecting out of the uh, you know the output from the journal, and why you take such a personal interest in it. Um, if for anybody who's ever had a manuscript reviewed by Pedro uh, with red lines, <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's not one of these. Oh, it looks good, and then the next one is I, I have a few minor comments. It's like 40 pages. Um, <laughs> that's okay. So you know, but but to the point, you know, quality is really important, and I think that the reflection in the journal of quality uh, has come in the way of impact factor. Obviously, this is something that takes years to to do, and then we did see an increase, a significant increase in the journal's impact factor. Um, I wonder, you know, how you feel. Um, first of all, how do you feel about that? I'm sure you're excited, but also, how do you continue that momentum and trend? And what do you expect yeah. in the in the coming years as as they mature? Yeah. You know the, the the impact factor obviously is one of the elements that we look in terms of the uh, of the quality of, of the journal, um, and certainly one of the things that the authors look to to submit to to the journals. Um, and you know certainly as as an editor in chief or as a member of the editorial team, it's uh, it, it, it's it's quite emotionally challenging because obviously you start your work. We started. Um, you know, certainly uh, our, our, our team started in 2019, early 2019, yeah. and you have to wait two years to see what is the impact <laughs> of your work as it reflects yeah. on, the, on the impact factor. So at least certainly seeing the beginning of, of our work uh, reflected in a higher impact factor is incredibly gratifying. I anticipate that most likely our, our impact factor is going to continue to increase um, based on, on what we're seeing in terms of uh, the referencing of the manuscripts that are, have been published in 2019 and 2020. So we're really looking forward to June of 2021 for the next mm. uh, next impact factor. I think also we have had a, a, a really um, very favorable feedback from, from our readership in mm -hmm. terms of the uh, comments on the quality of original research, in terms of comments about some of the new features, of the of the journals such as the, the clinical trials segment the video articles the um the the invited reviews so obviously that also is uh, reassuring that we are uh, delivering a, a top quality uh, material to our to our readership um and we hope that that will be reflected in the in the next thing, impact factor no that's yeah that's exciting Really exciting, you know. Um, I think um, you know. I I, I kind of made light of the of the review process that you uh, that you've done with a lot of the trainees, but I do think it's an important aspect of this because, in a way, you've kind of prepared yourself to take on this role over doing many years of of, edit of editor editorial board review. Um, obviously, of journal articles that you've that you've uh, reviewed for other journals um, yourself, also editing your own manuscripts, and I think that, that education. Is is you know it's it's a it's, I think it's really critical and it's a serious kind of component of what we do as educators and you know as part of the peer group right so one of the things I I, I just love uh, about this um, journal that you've brought is this editorial fellowship mm -hmm. um, and you know it's and I thought 
you know, I know some people may have heard about it. Maybe it might be worth for some of our listeners who have not heard about it, especially the junior people who might be interested in this. Maybe you could tell us a little about, first of all, you know, what it is and what inspired you to do this. Yeah. Yeah, I think that this this has been a great addition to the uh, to the journal, and I'm extremely proud of uh, of the uh, editorial fellows that we've had um, in the past several months. Um, the idea was to bring uh, the junior faculty, as you mentioned, or, or uh, trainees that are completing their gynecologic oncology fellowship, um, to the day to day of the journal and uh, mm-hmm. you know, certainly there are a number of responsibilities for the editorial fellows um, but uh, we wanted to integrate uh, these fellows these individuals early in their career to the process of uh, appropriate manuscript uh, reviewing uh, manuscript criticism and, and and certainly feedback and um, and to integrate them into what goes into, the publication of a uh, of a manuscript. In addition to that, they have been very um, heavily involved with our social media platform uh, in our podcast as well. So uh, we certainly are very very proud of the work that that they have done um, for the for the for the uh, review process. Uh, we actually um, will review manuscripts together. Um, and frankly, so these have been some of the some of the best reviews that that, that we have seen um, um, from from these young faculty uh, because uh, you know certainly they, they they provide very constructive uh, criticism and, and feedback to the uh, to the mm-hmm. authors and um, and I also you know obviously each of the papers that that go out to um, uh, review uh, I will sit down with them and and uh, I will also personally review the manuscript. And therefore, we provide uh, that feedback to the um, to the authors. Um, the fellows have been really incredibly uh, motivated. Um, they have been very, very involved, and um, and now we're actually going to uh, continue the uh, the fellowship. And each of the sort of graduating fellows will be part of what is uh, a junior editorial board. Um, so that they will continue to be integrated into the um, day-to-day of the journal. Oh man, that's excellent! Oh, forecasting of the events to come—that's uh, <laughs> that's excellent. Yeah, um, well, I was going to ask you, you know, what kind of new things you were thinking about doing, but you don't have to release them all here. I think that giving them um, time to to percolate through. But I do think that you know one of the greatest things about mentorship, you know, is is watching your mentees succeed. And and I just having interviewed some of these. Um, these people uh, or answer the questions about what it would take to do. You could just see the excitement mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in their enthusiasm uh, for wanting to learn this process or this part of the peer review process. Um, mm-hmm. I think it makes them better authors, makes them better reviewers, and you know ultimately can then provide some education to others who are interested in putting together uh, you know, a research question and ultimately answering one. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And one of, one yeah. of the things that I just wanted to add is also is that one of the um, tasks that we uh, give our, our uh, fellows in the journal is that at the completion of their fellowship that they um, bring a proposal as to what additional elements do we integrate and bring to the journal um, in order to improve the quality of the journal. Uh, so it's sort of like their, their project contribution to the, to the journal. Yeah, that's fantastic. 
Well, I know we're just about uh, on our time, but I wanted to ask you maybe just one more, you know, one more uh, question. And that's really, you know, if you had advice that you wanted to give to prospective authors that are uh, wanting to submit to the journal, maybe could you maybe uh, give us a little bit of uh, perspective or advice uh, to uh, potential authors uh, that would yeah. help them? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad, actually very glad you asked that question. Um, certainly, I think that to any author, to prioritize the quality of the uh, research uh, that is uh, submitted to assure that they're looking at work that will be um, ideally contributory to the uh, care of women with gynecologic cancers, to follow uh, the, the recommendations that we have in the journal with regards to the structure mm -hmm. of a manuscript. Um, and in fact, you know, as you mentioned, what are some of the new things that we're bringing on uh, for, for the following year? We're going to have a, a structured um, discussion for each of the manuscripts that are published where we emphasize for the, for the authors to highlight their findings, to put those findings in perspective with regards to the available literature, to talk about what contribution their work is making to women with gynecologic cancers. And in other words, um, mm -hmm. how is the, the, the result going to change uh, the practice? Uh, and of course, obviously, uh, evaluate critically their own strengths and weaknesses as well as a, a conclusion. Mm -hmm. So th these are all elements that I think are, are very, very important. Um, and then, you know, certainly to... to continue to submit their highest quality uh, research uh, to us um, in the journal because I think that certainly in addition to the publication, we highlight um, the, the work that they have done through social media, uh, through often podcasts. Uh, so th there's, there's, a, there's a vibrant flow of communication about each of these manuscripts in our journal um, rather than certainly sitting a, as a journal in the table of content in, uh, in other journals. So I think that um, this, is, uh, this is something that we certainly highlight and we invite authors to uh, consider uh, submitting to our journal. That's great. You know, I think that's that's a you know it's a good lesson on how you should do a discussion anyway. But uh, making it structured in a way like that, I think, helps to standardize the uh, the message across the uh, of of what you can deliver. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> I think that's that's really that's really exciting, and we we'll really look forward to that as that it gets integrated into the journal. You know, when you were talking, I was thinking about the. Um, there's probably a lot of people that don't know this person, but we used to listen to this 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 news person by the name of Paul Harvey, and he would open his his dialogue with, uh, you know, kind of like the soundbite. And then he would say, and now for the rest of the story. And I think that's what the, what you, what you get out of the, out of the social media component and the podcasts that come from the journal, you get a little bit of the peek behind the scenes, just like this interview we're having with you. Um, and I think that's a, it is a great, uh, it's a great addition and it's a wonderful opportunity. And uh, I mean, a, a, a wonderful uh, part, part of the journal itself that uh, has been uh, brought on by, you and your and your editorial staff so congratulations and Thank i you. just um yeah you bet and thanks for taking the time i mean i'll <laughs> take the time out of your busy day today as well and uh i hope the the audience uh, felt this uh found this to be informative and 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 uh, and a little lighthearted. but it was good to to actually get to see you and uh, <laughs> and hear your passions about this uh about the journal and um and I, I really uh, hope that um, you know people who are wanting to learn more to uh, contact us, and and uh, um, and we look forward to interfacing with you, hopefully in person at some point in the future, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> very soon. Uh, so anyway, so I don't know. Uh, 
you know, Pedro, thanks again for taking the time. Uh, and uh, I really enjoyed this. And uh, we'll have this, I guess, available in mm-hmm. um, uh, how, how long until it show up on the website. Well, thank thank you so much, Rob, for for this uh, this opportunity. It's always a pleasure speaking with you, and uh, and once again, obviously, I, I am um, uh, very thankful to the uh, members of the uh, associate editors uh, team and the uh, editorial board, as well as uh, the countless numbers of reviewers who um, provide their time to um, certainly give uh, valuable feedback to, to our authors. So, so I'm very, very grateful to all of those who are committed to the journal. Um, again, I want to invite authors to look to the journal to submit, uh, their, their best work. And, uh, certainly, uh, we hope that we will be able to provide a very fast and, and, and quick turnaround for, for the, the manuscripts that are, that are submitted. We're extremely excited about uh, the, the the new features that are coming out in 2021. So please look for for those as well. And um, and once again, uh, thank you to everyone for the honor that I am given um, to do this job as editor in chief of the International Journal of Gynecological Cancer. Thank you. Great. Thank you so much, Peter.